1: Deep breath. Water on board. <laughs> you've got three very, very fragile egg chasers here ready to do the podcast, but let's uh, let's battle on through it. And hands in and pod on three. One, two, three. Pod.
0: pod.
1: JB and Phil are fresh from a stag do in Barcelona. We are. Um, and, and fresh
2: isn't the right word, Tim.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, definitely not. And um, and yeah, I I went a, a little bit hard. I think I was giddy. I was just out without the kids uh, and with one of my <laughs> mates. Yeah, so we're going to battle on through though because there is so much to talk about in the world of rugby and we're here with the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast once again. And um, while you were at your stag do in Barcelona, I was um, hosting an O2 Touch event in Manchester, Ugh. which was absolutely top. Did you and- enjoy it? Do you know? Do you know what that? I had. To, I played it cool all day because w- what it involved was me hosting on the stage and coming on and then doing little question and answer sessions and and just hanging out in the in the rest of the time with Jason Robinson, Johnny Wilkinson, Mark mm. Queto and Sarah Hunter from the England women's team. And when I arrived, I just got there and Johnny Wilkinson was just sat on this chair and they went right. We'll just leave you with Johnny then. So it was about half an hour of us just watching Sky Sports News. Having a coffee, just having a natter, and they're the, like the the twenty year old me was just. Yeah. going, Oh my god! Uh, I waited the whole day. Say something funny. I waited the whole day, and, and just this
3: yeah, and just as Johnny left, I went, "I'll sod it." Johnny, can I have a picture? Yeah, cheers. I, sweet, I'm man. very jealous of both of you this this week. You with your Canterbury stuff last week, Jay, indeed, and the Tim, England kit launch, yeah. I mean, I was hanging out with Paul O'Connell and Alan Quinlan. Yes, you yes, were yesterday, <laughs> yesterday.
1: That's what JB and Bryn, who was on last week's podcast, of course. They, you were. That was a great outfit. <laughs> you actually do look quite a bit like Alan Quinlan, well, well, JB.
2: This, <laughs> uh, complete surprise. Um, I was getting ready to dress up as O'Callaghan. So, uh, O'Call- oh yeah, O'Callaghan. O'Callaghan. Yeah, so that, but then I, I forgot the wig. I looked at me and I thought. This doesn't look dissimilar to how Alan Quinlan <laughs> might
3: look. Do, I looked a lot like it. There we go. Be
1: great. So you've got to tell me. So there were some pictures that JB was posting on Twitter over the weekend what, from <laughs> Barcelona. Explain to me how a line out pint works.
3: Uh, you just get two lifters and a jumper, and when the jumper's in the air, he gets lifted. He drinks drinks a beer, <laughs> <laughs> gets handed his pint, and then drinks it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. We, we got uh, we found some. Where were they from? Were they from Claremont? There was a, a, an, approach, yeah, there an was, opposing yeah. stag do, and we're getting them we're, to to do lineup up <laughs> <fights> as well. <laughs> they were even clever, yeah. aren't Them. Um, I need to make an apology to
2: everyone. Why's that? Maybe you should get some apologetic music.
1: Um, okay, hold on. Um, what about that?
2: I'm truly sorry. I'm truly sorry to my friends, to my fellow podcasters, to all the listeners, and most of all, my family, because... I wore a full rugby kit. <laughs> I wore a full rugby kit. On that stag do. All day in Barcelona. With trainers. I know. Bryn Williams Bryn Williams, Bryn Williams his <laughs> whole kit with boots. All
3: day. Boots you you wore a full kit with trainers, JB. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wow! The second that we posted that picture, there was three <laughs> three tweets immediately responded. It, How
1: can it's all about leading by example? Pe- people talk about Martin Johnson and Paul O'Connell being exactly. such amazing captains for their country because they led by example. It wasn't about yeah. the, what they said;
2: it was about their actions. I'm guessing this and, is this is though why I'm a bit part second team coach for
3: Broughton Park, and he <laughs> plays for the Barbar- Barbarians. It's got the details. It is. Yeah, I, that real commitment walking around Barcelona all, all day, day in, in f- full studs yeah <laughs> so I'm really sorry I am genuinely um,
1: I've got an absolute treat for us rugby okey uh-huh. this Double, is something we used to do uh, early on in, in the podcast where we would highlight the fact that rugby players seem to just love to sing like Ben Foden and the
4: land is dark is <laughs> <and> the, <moon, laughs> the only
2: he has a very irritating singing voice. <laughs> he does. He can undoubtedly sing, but it's a very irritating way he, he does it. He knows he can sing as well, doesn't he? He uh, thinks he knows he can sing.
1: Uh, Ricky Flutie.
2: Oh, oh, play, we play, play for London Waste. Because he met Heather Small on the, top, I had on the, like, the, oh, the small yeah. rack or something. He loves, uh, he loves Heather Small. <laughs> you know, it's been an amazing day for us all. We learned a bit of breathing, and it was really good. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Heather Small's yeah.
2: here. Heather <laughs> um, Small's here. Yeah. Here's a huge... <laughs> Heather
1: Small from M People, yeah. Uh, well, listen, the return of rugby Oki, our favourite rapping prop, Alex Corbisiero. Yes! I think I understand why, when you went to the England kit launch, Alex Corbisiero said no to rapping. It's because he wanted to be keeping his powder dry. I don't think you would have seen this, because currently I'm looking at it and it's only got 1,100 YouTube views. On the 1st of July, there was a video put up on YouTube by BMW UK.
2: Oh, no, stop! <laughs>
1: Really, promoting the Henley Festival, which includes the music of Lionel Richie and Jesse J, and they thought, "I know what we need to promote this festival." BMW and the Henley Festival need to get Alex Corbuziero rapping.
2: Let's get this right. The Henley Festival is rowing, yeah?
1: Uh, no, that's the regatta. This right. is this is a music festival. Okay.
2: Ah, okay.
1: I'm sure he's got himself a lovely car out of this deal, as Alex Corbuziero. <laughs> well, Let's have a it. listen.
2: Oh. Wow. (laughs) So, So it's gritty.
4: Go on, Corbs. It's very West Coast, isn't it? Right, I'm here to stay yeah. i Everybody stand back Because it's turning grey I represent London And the US of A Everybody This is every word That I say I'm here to tell you Something that you've Never ever heard I'm flying higher And freer than Like the favourite bird I'm killing them With every lyric That I got My rhymes are too hot Another MC you forgot I'm blowing up the spot Because I'm here to go i the kid to grab the mic And I steal the show Got the suit Wait he gets
1: Onto the chorus And starts bigging up Jesse J He's never yeah. sounded cooler
4: yes, I'm here to bring the match I'm pretty special, like the Henley Festival Jesse Dragon and Lionel raising up the decibel I'm pretty special, like the Henley Festival Jesse Dragon and Lionel raising up the decibel Damn, I don't mean to trouble you Tonight is brought by BMW What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the skull, huh? oh. Killer? I'm the lady thriller, built like a gorilla, mixed with a favorite chinchilla I'm the top of the pile, I just love this style Dropping lyrics every day, cause my body was wild I'm the type of guy that step and your girl starts to smile I'm pretty special, like the Henley Festival. Jesse J and Lionel <laughs> raising up the decibel. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty special, like the Henley Festival. Jesse J and Lionel raising up the decibel. Damn, I don't mean to trouble you. Tonight is brought by BMW. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and there,
2: there you have it. I just don't know Wow, where, where to go with this. I mean, he's actually... A very good rapper, he is good. He, he sounds I mean, good, right?
1: In mind he's a rugby player, he's a, rugby player, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's a good yeah. rapper. So, let's yeah. give him that.
2: And we, we like, we've got a lot of time for him, he's a nice bloke as well. But now, let's revisit the creative process behind here. <laughs> and There's some suits in a room, <laughs> going. yes, exactly. Right. What I'm yeah. thinking.
1: Okay, we need to. We're, we're BMW, we're sponsoring the Henley Festival. Hey, what? Mike, Mike,
2: what are you thinking? More snappy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on, blue sky thinking, guys. No <laughs> bad ideas,
2: let's go, what George, George. Uh, <sighs> Do you reckon they got a professional in to write the lyrics? And then they then they went round it again, like round the table. And like, no, you need to put BMW in here and a product drop. Make sure you mention
1: Lionel Richie and Jesse J. That, that, that'll,
2: that'll mix well with the West Coast flavor. How on earth? Is, how did you find this? I,
1: I, need, I need more information about this whole story. The, um, uh, one of the people from the O2 promotions team that I met over the weekend mentioned it because I was talking about... Um, Alex Corbisiero, because he'd done another one of the O2 Touch events. I mentioned that you tried to get him to rap. And they said he wouldn't rap on stage on that day. And we think, maybe, he was keeping his powder dry because he knew he had this nice little corporate (laughs) shizzle and coming up. (laughs) (laughs) That's rugby-okey. Done. Excellent. Should should we talk about some actual rugby? Yeah, let's talk about actual rugby. (laughs) Should (laughs) we get (laughs) into it? There was some rugby this weekend, wasn't it? uh, Who who stayed up and watched Samoa
3: (laughs) New Zealand? (laughs) We all did. I set my alarm and... Didn't get up. I was knackered. I yeah. got
2: up relatively early. I watched it on record. I watched it from about like, six, or something, something like that. So I don't like watching rugby now without without fast forward unless it's a game. I've I, I, you know, Yeah, actually fast, forwarding, in. fast
1: forwarding through conversions is uh, yeah the way forward, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and it kind of it's a good test, isn't it? If you want to fast forward through something, maybe it just shouldn't exist. I'm just conversions, saying.
3: yeah. So I'd go with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. more, tr- more tries. What about six points for a try? No conversions. Penalties stay the same. Uh, penalties. Left points. One or two for a penalty? Two. Two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. D-
1: let's do that. Yeah. I would go for that. Yeah. Uh
2: what, what'd you make of it then? It was a it was a
3: brutal. Well matchup, it was wasn't fascinating, it? wasn't it?
2: I mean Or fuzz fuzzical. Uh, physical. fuzzical. fuzzical. Um it was fascinating because it just seemed that Samoa employed schoolboy defence tactics, which is like all-out 15-man individual blitz. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it worked it because they're so, they are so they are physical. Yeah, uh, Real, real good effort. I mean, obviously they're up for it because they're playing at home and all, and, and all the rest of it, but they're going to really upset someone c- in the World Cup,
3: surely. Well, will they get out of their group? So they've got South Africa, Scotland, Japan. Mm, well, it wasn't so long ago. Didn't Samoa beat Australia at
2: in Australia and that was they did. relatively recently, they did. Like two yeah, years ago three, three ago? years
3: ago something like that that was when Australia were like not the so worst good. It, it was um, towards the end of Robbie Dean's tenure as coach wasn't yes. it yes
2: I don't really like you know the represent, representational teams or you know the the invitational teams should you say because I don't think they play very good rugby
3: like the World 15 that just played against South Africa
2: exactly now I'm mm. not calling Samoa a rep- an invitational team in any way but I think that New Zealand went went up there, kind of treating it like um,
3: like that. And I think, do you they, think, yeah, I do. Well, New Zealand. They had, do you think they had half a team it f- from the pack? There was not many players missing at all. Like, uh, very bit, hold, pack. Up, hold on a minute. I,
1: I just don't, I don't get the logic because we're a couple of months away from a World Cup. If you're one of the guys yeah. that's come into the 15, wouldn't you want to try and earn a shirt for yeah. the Rugby Championship know, this I, week I,
3: and I've, then try and get your place for the World Cup? I, I think it's a little disingenuous uh, to say that. I, I don't think New Zealand took it lightly at all. They're just about to go into the Rugby Championship, which is obviously huge.
1: And if you're a player, the it's a, it's a World Cup's in two months. The squad hasn't been selected yet. It's a midweek
3: yet. game. I mean, this, this, this is my feeling. It was
2: like a midweek game. And I kind of felt that, yeah, they did put a second team out. And I sort of felt that they, want, they also didn't want to um, compromise their preparation for, for for the Rugby Championship, which in turn, I think, is a compromise before the World <laughs> Cup. But, oh,
3: yeah. I, 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 I didn't see any evidence of that. Yeah, and it... It wasn't a great game from what I saw. No, um, oh,
2: I really enjoyed watching it though. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll I loved, I I loved the
3: spectacle, it. and I love the fact that it happened. I, yeah. we need to do more more tours to the Pacific Islands. Not enough money, I'm
1: afraid. Yeah, like Fiji got a uh, what was how was it put a polite rejection of uh, from the British and Irish Lions for a match in their schedule. Now,
2: that is exactly the sort of team which should go to Fiji. Yeah, Absolutely I completely should. agree. Yes, I completely and, agree. And I tell you, well, we're talking about Fiji and we're talking about but, but, Samoa. What about Georgia? They're, well, they're well, much the, on well, our doorstep. They
1: could play. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. Georgia ranked right
3: higher than Italy. So, I mean, why don't we play them? Well, we might do. They're. they're there is talks about restructuring the Six Nations and European rugby competition, isn't there? Mm. Um, so you you might well see it in in a few years' time. We've got...
2: They've only had one competitive match in Georgia, and that was against Some... Ireland, I, I think. think. They had Samoa, didn't they? Uh, sorry, from the Six Nations. Oh, from the Six Nations. Yeah.
1: Just focus on the positive and praise New Zealand for yep. doing what we need to see more ha- happening of, which is exactly, as you say, taking a bit of responsibility for trying to develop the game, because it's in all of our interests, and, yeah. and this needs to be something that, what they call it now, World Rugby. This needs to be something yeah. that they do, not individual unions sort of do, as we've been saying for, for well,
2: as long as but, we've been doing this podcast. More importantly, Tim, these, these places are quite fun to visit. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, more, more stuff in the United States, please. <laughs> Texas, maybe, next time? they should definitely play a game there but I mean there's no reason there's no reason at all as a why you can't have Georgia playing in France during the autumns well other than the French teams will lose a load of props but other than that, <laughs> there is no reason why Georgia do not do yeah. not play. I completely agree. Uh, the other
1: bit of rugby we should mention, obviously, um, touched on it, South Africa played against the rest of the world, and a brilliant return for Jean de Villiers. Mm, who, yeah. Yes, who came back and made his played his first game. We didn't wh- when we saw his injury. what Was it eight months ago? We thought that's it. World Cup done.
3: I, I thought that was his career over. They, it was one of the worst injuries I've ever seen. His, mm. his leg was folded in half,
1: dislocated the, kneecap. the
3: wrong way. Yeah. yeah. What's the average age of that South Africa team? Quite it feels
2: like you're watching a, the best team in the world from 2010 or something. Well, 2007 best well, team you in know the
1: world. What? I'm going to sound like a right name dropper here, but uh, when I was chatting to Johnny Wilkinson,
2: oh yeah, uh, Johnny,
1: <laughs> Johnny said he said look at any team that's won the World Cup, and he made a point. And I'm sure it's been made before, but he said look at any team that's won the World Cup, but leadership mm. and yeah. experience. And, yeah. every, and he went through. He actually went through every t- team in the World Cup and rattled off like three or four proper legend type names, and it made me think. I don't know if England have
2: that. I tell you what was an amazing about uh, amazing thing about the England team that won the two thousand three World Cup. In the pack, I think. Uh, well, I think at least half the pack had actually captain. No, I think in, yeah, uh, England at one point.
1: I think most of the team had captain England. Definitely, at some point. Had, yeah. uh, obviously had.
2: John, obviously, Johnson, Leonard. Um, you know, they were all leaders. Phil Vickery Phil, had on Yes, a, Did he captain him after the World yeah, Cup? Yeah, you know, he captained him permanently, but he had done. They had. He did. not
1: a captain at some yeah. point.
3: Really? Yeah, and, uh, but South Africa do have some very good young players coming through like the centres that started uh, Damien Di Alandi yeah. who's only been playing for the Stormers because John Villiers has been injured and every single game I've watched this season he's been absolutely superb and yes, there was no exception what's the fly half, and the fly half? Andre Pollard oh, God, he's who's 21-22 so uh, and Jaco Creel who played outside centre yeah. who you, you like a lot uh, I I love Damien de the inside centre, I thought he was brilliant. Um, but Jaco Carrillo, as well, first, first season of Super Rugby, pretty much. Uh, he's been playing 15 for the Bulls and he looked really good. Real good turn of pace on him.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure, so we, the, sure where, where I'm standing on this, whether
3: if all the old players
2: were a good thing or a bad thing.
3: Hmm. It depends. You've got to get him at the right time. Like, I, I do think Matfield, it gets a bit. I yeah. just feel it's a bit too far for him. But does anyone else agree with this opinion? Which is, it's very well said. oh, he's a great line
2: operator. You've been lifted by two really strong men. I mean, how <laughs> much difference can you make by nah, staying... It's, ti-
3: it's timing and reading it. In the Six Nations this year, when England had... They didn't have Parlin, Laws yep. or Lunchbury. you yep. had uh, Bath, Second Row. Uh, Atwood. Atwood, calling the line out. And they lost some critical line out in Ireland's 22. And it's it's the calls as much as anything. The, yeah, the so calls, the sm- like,
1: reading what the opposition are doing, yeah. where, where you're getting strengths and weaknesses, where's the right... What's the right call for the right part of the pitch? And...
2: Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it, You'd have thought that sort of stuff, like that kind of ta- um, technical, sorry, that kind of tactical stuff would be sorted out yeah, but, way before you go into the But it's the, oh. the
1: margins, it's the margins, isn't it? It's, the, it's like you can say, we've got our game plan, we'll do the kicking, but then you have a kicker that's 5% all better all of, all of and, said, it, and it makes a massive yeah. difference. But, there is
3: a reason why he's playing for the, the second best team in the world at 37.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um... Other bit of news. There's been some signings that have made at uh, Newcastle. have signed a prop from Leiborne in France. Um, and there's another prop which hasn't officially been signed, but it's it's it, You ha- the exclusive. Despite the rugby paper trying to claim an exclusive, announcement <laughs> <laughs> <a> of the signing. They I did. They said exclusive news. Sales Sharks have signed Brian Majati. But five days previously, if you listened to the podcast, you would have heard us say,
2: by the way. So yeah, in Reds and Sorry
1: Sorry, Molly was having his lunch uh, in Manchester. <laughs> had, a, had a little natter. Didn't deny it. Brian Majority's coming to sale. Do
3: you think he's going to be a, a good signing? Yeah. I, I think that I will. Very good. Yeah. I hope so. Just yeah.
1: the very fact that they have another tight head prop that's half decent um, is will make a massive difference anyway. Good and,
3: Yeah, more than half decent if he uh, yeah. if he gets back to his... Because I, I don't think he's had the best time no. in, in wrestling. I've got a feeling that he might not be doing so well and that's why they let him go. But he was... Well, they've got adored. in cash Giovanni,
1: haven't
2: they? He was adored at Northampton, wasn't he? Yes. And I think they used him slightly different there because both him and the other fella, who I can't remember his name, Tonga Weir, uh were very, very good ball carriers. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. There's more to their game than that. Well, uh, do you know what? We're just mentioning um, Brian Majati lead us nicely into Northampton Saints and their all-time 15. Well, when we say all-time, we mean in the professional era. So basically the yep. last 20 years. And two Ooh. weeks ago, JB took Saracens. I took Bath last week, and Phil is going to lead us through Saints' 15, the best 15 for Saints in the professional era.
3: Go on, Phil. Well, I'm, I'm tempted to uh, go for those two props that we just mentioned. Tongoyo mm-hmm. and Mujati. Yeah, I do. I also love Chris Budgen. Yes. Wow. Who was big fat big fans favourite. Big fat, I thought you big, said. Big fan's big favourite. Fat, big fat lad. Um yeah, no, he's he's awesome. And he does he has the distinction of being the oldest premiership try scorer as well. Oh, where's my fact
1: button? Why didn't you warn <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah. I should I should always be Sorry. ready. For this.
3: Sorry. fact. There you go. Uh so who would you go would you go for Tongawea over? I'd go for Tongawea over uh, how
2: about Tom Smith? Tom Smith. The Luth said. Scotland captain. Uh Lions tourist. And won that hand cup with Northampton. Okay. Maybe one of the best props of his generation. Okay. Let's go uh, With Steve Thompson.
1: Do you remember how devastating Tongawe was, was
2: in the premiership? He was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, and also, uh, well, Tom, uh, Steve Thompson is obviously a, g- a great show. What Thompson about, or Hartley, isn't it? Well, yeah. Frederico Mendes. How long did he play for them, He though? was
1: Bath, really, more, than, more so, wasn't he? Frederico Mendes? No, I don't
2: think he ever played for Bath
3: or... I'm sure he didn't. Yeah, he played a couple of years at Bath. Oh, did he? My bad. And he had one season at Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah! Uh, he was in the Hyden Cup
3: winning team. Uh, yeah, 99 2000. Yeah. So it's
2: really good. As JB says, you don't go to him for facts, you go to him no. for, for
3: opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go for Thompson. Yeah. World will cut long, long time at yeah. Northampton as well. No, I'd agree with that one. And then your props. Go on, Phil, show 15, you pick. Uh, I'll go for Tongawea and Mujati. Because I just remember those two as a unit. They were, they just, were
2: very good. I, I, th- I, I think they, I've got to give it to.
3: They just g- and then wrestling Metro basically stole uh, the cornerstone yeah, of that's annoying. That cornerstone of Northampton scrum and, to,
1: and for Tonga, Weir to, Like you've got to remember, he was at, he was in at Bedford playing Championship rugby. Yeah. And another one of those examples. You know, people yeah. talk about big money signings. And well,
2: did he not turn down some money or something? From Saracens, Saracens.
1: He, no, he signed a pre-contract agreement with Saracens, That's right, yeah. and then reneged on it, and and there was there was a financial compensation compensation package happening. It was quite a controversial at the time, happening between Northampton and Saracens. But he he's just another one of those many many examples that we've pointed out in the past of players. There's there's real talent in the Championship and yeah. real value to be had if you uh, if you want ah. to look for it.
3: Uh, cool, we've got our front row sorted. Second row, then second row. Courtney Laws has got to be in there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then who's going to be alongside him? Bayfield, was there for a long time. Was uh, he, put, Fernandez, he Fernandez? Fernandez lobby, Ignacio Fernandez oh, lobby. Geez. He, did, he, he only played there some... for a couple of seasons, but, but he's, he's some class. Player. Yeah, um, Tim Rodber. Tim Rodber. He's oh, back row. six. six? Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have Rodber as, as my six. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. So would you go for Bayfield L- longevity? Pick, I can't pick between the two there. If we go for Bayfield, Dan? L- Longevity. Baves. Courtney Laws and Bafes. That's a pretty impressive second row.
2: Rodbert <laughs> at six. It,
1: so it could be
3: any more different as uh, uh, as a <laughs> partnership, though. <Yeah. laughs> uh, i go for Tom Wood as a seven, probably. Yeah. Over butch Poutney? Probably. Wow. Okay. There's only one that's
2: more
1: well,
3: great. Pat Lamb. Yes. Or Sammy Manoa.
1: Would you not dump Wood out of that back Mi- row and-, and just have a... A, a massive, a massive, <laughs> an enormous
3: Manoa Rodberg back row. That is an enormous back row. I would probably do that. Let's do that. then. Yeah, let's, let's do, do that. that. And I think, I think the halfbacks pick themselves. Courtney Laws is your most mobile forward, there. <laughs> yeah, he is. I oh, see. So you're thinking Dorse, Dawson, Grace,
2: Dawson,
1: Grace.
3: Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, definitely. A nod to Carlos oh, Spencer, yeah. but I think I think we mean Jay. were talking about this uh, last night. I, I think. Carl Spencer might have actually got them relegated.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. was he, he? He was, he was, relegated. He was, he yeah. was definitely played. He, he, in he, the,
3: he was the ten when they went down in the championship. Yeah. yeah. So Carl can't. Crikey! Like, yeah. yeah. Grayson. And he, Grayson's one of the top Premiership point scorers yeah, as well. Definitely. That's that's done. Wings. Well, Cohen would be one. Cohen and North. Co- I've gone for. Um, yep. North's a good one. Who is he, yeah, uh, the other guy's thinking of.
1: Uh, he, he's had some in- incredible he's. games, but it's one of those that he probably will be in their best of all time. Ashton was very good.
3: For Ashton. For
1: I was going to say Ashton and Cohen. Ashton Cohen, then. Well, you'd yeah. rather Ashton over North. That's not what it's, we're arguing.
3: Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I would always select George North if I was picking a team. But George North, who hasn't has yet been, done much who at, has
1: been the I, all-time
3: best player during
1: the professional era, Northampton yeah. Saints' all-time best winger is Chris Ashton. Okay, Chris and,
2: Ashton was he only. There? It feels like he was only there for a couple of years. But Bruce rehana could so be another shout. You could four stick- years,
3: something like that, five years. Bruce Bruce Rehanna at fifteen, I think. You think fifteen? Well, oh, yeah, what about have...
2: what about the guy who kicked
1: uh, sticks during the Heineken Cup win? That was Paul Grayson. Or are you thinking of Bill? Oh no, no, I'm
2: thinking Nick Bill. No. Nick, Nick Bill was a fullback, but I don't, no, a fullback. It's... I'm
1: getting confused with Tim Stimpson. Yes, uh...
3: Laster. Laster. Um So Rehanna, Cohen, Ashton, and then centres. I struggled a bit with centres. Mm. You could move Gregor Townsend, PC's PC awesome, George, PC, PC. Uh, Alan Bateman? Yeah, Gregor did, did used to play twelve. Gregor. And George PC. Gregor and George Fine.
1: PC. Ashton, Cohen, Rehana. That's a pretty good team, that. Uh, so, Saints fans, or uh, you can contribute yourself as well if, if you're not a Saints fan. Uh, any thoughts then at Rugby Podcast on Twitter? Who are we going to be doing next week so we can ask for some uh, suggestions it Leicester, it Leicester Tigers. Lester. Leicester. Leicester yeah. Tigers next week. That's going to be a tough call. Yeah. Um, so, Leicester fans. Picks itself, though. Barbieri. Well.
0: Uh... Yeah, Barbieri. <laughs> <Airy>. Ramiro Pez
1: Serevi. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Benjamin, hundred uh, <laughs> percent at rugby. Do you want to take this one, Jay? Uh, what well, Leicester? Lester. Do you want to take Leicester for next Absolutely. week? Absolutely. Right, at rugby podcast, get in touch, and Jay will be picking fifteen next week. Uh, right,
3: got a little quiz. Oh, you got a quiz, have you, Phil? I have. Just a normal, normal quiz. Nothing exciting. How many questions? Nine questions. Nine. Question one: mm-hmm. Of all of the players moving to the top fourteen for next season, who has got the most caps for their country? So it's moving to the top, not moving within the top 14. They are moving to the top 14 next season. My answer
1: written down. I'm holding it
2: up.
3: Come on, Jake, Who've you got?
2: It's going to be Richie McCall. I think he's retiring.
3: I don't think he's announced. Yeah, he's not. Not, he's not announced. announced well, you, you, you get no point then. No well, point then. And Tim, oh, I said Conrad Smith. Is incorrect. Yeah, that's my second choice. <laughs> it's Adam Ashley Cooper. Oh, of course. Uh. And uh, if it was, if I'd asked international caps, it would have been Paul O'Connell. Question two: yeah. Which club was best represented in the England Under Twenty squad that played in the final against New Zealand this year? Saracens Saints. It's Bath. Oh <laughs> no! Just four. four. It's fairly spread out the yeah. uh, the players. Yeah. Question three: Which football club does Will Greenwood support? He's always talking about them. On, yeah, on Twitter. I got it. I got it. Man City.
1: Man City. I've written it is down. Is
3: correct. Yeah. <laughs> 1 1. Okay. He makes me Sean Goater, apparently. Feed the goat, he will score. Question four. Dave Atwood was recently quoted in the rugby paper as saying that Sam Burgess is worth his weight in gold. How much. Now... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm guessing the question is <laughs> how
2: much is Sam Burgess, Burgess worth? worth
3: in now, <laughs> given that Sam Burgess weighs 116 kg mm-hmm. and he earns are reported 500,000 pounds.
4: 000- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Pompierre, mm-hmm. would his weight in gold be more or less <laughs> than his current 1.5 million three-year bath contract?
1: Hmm. So
3: 116... 116kg. 116 his three-year contract is worth 1.5 million. Would 116kg of gold be more or less than 1.5 million? I think... Might I just use a calculator just to... <laughs> yep. I'm going gonna... yep.
1: right, to come up with a rough guess at what the value of gold is. Mm-hmm. Which is like <laughs> I <was gonna laughs> in a <laughs>
2: If I could just guess the value of gold. <laughs> <laughs> gold is worth more than Sam Burgess. That's what I'm saying.
3: Uh, the gold would the be value worth more than, than? gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so his weight in gold is more, Jay thinks. And Tim? So I'm going for less. What, what, what's,
2: what's the name got? It's about 700 quid. I know, I'm is going it? for less. So, so there's no 5,000 quid. Tim or goes less. Well.
3: I, 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 can, I can tell you that gold trades at roughly £25 per gram. Um, so £25,000 per kilogram should be 2.9 million f- oh, for the one on of the team. So Get Jay, in. Jay gets a point. I've got a solid rugby question. Taking a 2-1 lead. 2-1 to Jay Question five.
1: I want another quiz song. This, this music. We need to change up the music. Yeah. Um, what, what, me, what, give me another quiz. Uh, Countdown. Uh, I don't like. Um, I, I love it. This this says that says everything you need to know about JB right there. What quiz one would you like? What well, I don't like. Um, <laughs> let me tell <laughs> you what I that. don't want.
2: Well, there's not really any good quizzes out any uh, anymore. Uh. Go on there, Phil. <laughs> Is it
1: Wheel of Fortune.
3: Okay, better. <laughs> next qu- next question. Yeah. Um, Damien D'Alandi, who we just mentioned, started at 12 for South Africa this weekend. He top scored in one of the statistical measures in Super Rugby this year. What statistic was he top of in this year's Super Rugby? So it's, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's not top try scorer. It's not top points kicker. It's uh, another statistic. Defenders beaten,
1: yards made, or meters meters gained. It was defenders beaten, JV. <laughs>
3: 3-1. 3-1, right. 76 defenders beat him, more than Falau, more than Julian Surveyor, more than everyone, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> If, if guess, he's top. yeah Okay, next question. Yeah. Who's just signed a sales new attack coach? This week it's been announced. Okay, I've got it. Jay?
1: Uh, 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 Come on. I don't know if I hear it, I'll know. Don't know. Uh, it was... Now, I'm just going to say the surname and the initial because I'm not sure whether it's Paul or F- <laughs> Phil but I think it's...
3: Lauder. Paul Deacon. It is. Paul, Paul, Deacon, Paul, Paul Deacon. Deacon? Wigan
1: Warriors. Wow.
3: Yeah. yeah. Tiny Paul Deacon. Boom. Yeah. 3-2. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay, have you got access to WhatsApp? Uh, yes. Yes. Because I've just sent you a picture of a rugby player that for those listening on the ACAST app oh. will be able to see... Now?
1: I love this interactive thing going on. <laughs> I don't know why I've got Harry Hill's TV burp now, but
3: I don't mind. <laughs> Let's go with it. Uh... Uh, All I want you to do is tell me who that rugby player is. (laughs) Top kit.
1: Oh, I know him, I know him, I know him, I know him, I know him.
3: It's a very dark picture.
2: (laughs) Just got the TV themes. This is going downhill. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh my
1: God, I know the guy's name! I know him, I know him, I know him, I know his nationality... JB, have you got him? No. If you're looking on the Acast app, you can join in with this. Two. Otherwise, this is terrible radio. One. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say a name, but even though I know it's not, uh, Stain, South African. But I know he's no. South African. I know he's the winger. South African winger, from
3: half. Uh, ah. Francois Hugard. Ah. Oh. We'd never have got that. <laughs> right, next one. <laughs> Dressed as some kind of goth with long, oh, bla- long black three, hair. Two, or maybe three. a woman. have final question. On this year's Tour de Flats... They travelled to the most, most northerly, westerly, southerly and easterly stadiums for this year's Rugby World Cup. Now, that's that's only actually three stadiums because um, two of them are the same, and I won't say which one. Name those three stadiums.
2: OK, is this for three
3: points? Three separate points, yeah. And just going into this, JB leads 3-1. So it would be a bit of a stretch.
1: So the most... Northerly, southerly, westerly and easterly.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> there, there is only actually three stadiums because two of them are, are the same, uh, same place. Okay.
2: Okay, done. Got
1: two for certain. Okay. Yeah, you sure? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but wait, 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 wait.
3: Can I have... First, well, I'll give you my first one. First which, one. Which
1: I was thinking was the southerly and westerly, uh, but Sandy Park.
3: Sandy Park. Jay, have you got Sandy Park? I mean, we certainly do have Sandy Park. I can tell you that Sandy Park is both the most westerly and most southerly. Which means my next one is wrong. <laughs> yes. Go on then, Jay. Okay, so one
2: point each. Okay, the most northerly would be St. James's Park.
3: Tim, have you got uh, St. James's
2: Park?
1: I wrote down Newcastle because I didn't know whether it was <laughs> Kingston Park or St. James's Park.
2: Oh, well, this is... this
1: It's the city, it's the geography, isn't it? <laughs> rather than the actual stadium, or is it a point for the name
2: of the stadium? It if has so to be a point wrong. for the name of the stadium, I'm, I, I'm afraid. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter, but uh, I'll give you a point for that, Tim. Excellent. Now, I'm now not sure about my... In fact, I know this one to be wrong, but they did visit it on the Tour de Flats, so I'll put it in, the Millennium. And... Uh,
1: And I couldn't think
2: which stadium
1: in London because I'm thinking London might be further east than Newcastle. Mm. So I just said Twickenham. It is Olympic Park. Oh. oh, of course that they're using that, yeah. and that's on Which the east is, side of London. It Damn is it. the
3: east side of London. I was oh, singing yes. Olympic Olympic Park.
1: I was on the right track, um, but no, JB's won then. I, I did not get a point because you just said London. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ball bags.
2: Never mind. So
3: JB, you're actually on a bit of a roll with quizzes at the quiz. moment.
2: Yeah, I am. <laughs>
3: well done. Well done. Can't keep a good man down. Well done, Jay.
1: Anyway, I'm going to change subject now. Because we've got an A to Z. Well, in fact, let's talk about the rugby that's coming up this weekend because it's the start of the Rugby Championships, and then and we'll we'll finish with our A to Z of the Rugby World Cup, uh, which is continuing. And of course, just uh, Phil used it for a picture. Then uh, you can listen to us via the Acast app. You can listen to us on iTunes. Thank you very much for the reviews and stuff you're leaving on iTunes. It, it does help at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. So Rugby Championship starts finally some proper rugby again. Yes. And What are the matchups this weekend? Then start Friday night, right? Uh, we'll
3: start Friday, Friday morning. morning. Sorry. Friday morning. I mean. Awesome, Absolutely so, awesome. Which isn't awesome for me because I'm somewhere with no internet uh, or phone signal, so I might. I can send you some that. illustrations of
2: what it might have looked like. New, Ze- uh, New
3: Zealand playing against me?
1: New Zealand host Argentina at eight thirty-five a.m. on Friday morning.
2: New Zealand, oh, nice,
1: nice, nice. A bit of breakfast and a bit of rugby.
2: I've got del from Friday, so brilliant. And Perfect. Saturday it's eleven o'clock.
1: Um, Australia, South Africa. So that New Zealand one, that should be a procession, right? There's no.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, the selections. Yeah, yeah. selections. So you'll think they were, both teams will be selecting as strong a stronger squad as they possibly have I available to them. absolutely moronic to have the ch- championship at this time of year. Well, Do you reckon the advantage, because the advantage is you guys are match fit, they're used to playing with each other, they're in that groove. The disadvantage is potentially some horrific injuries to yeah. half your squad. I mean, imagine, yeah, imagine if you won the championship but lost in the World the Cup World semis. Got- it's
2: just not worth it. Do you reckon? Nah, no, not even close. I, You're I think... saying
1: it's not worth having the rugby championship. I mean, it's a, it's a streamlined version of it. But it o-
2: other countries are doing
1: um, in inverted co- commas warm-up games, which will be at full intensity. Mm. I, I would
3: I would rather have uh, the rugby championship. I, I think that they're doing it just right. They're they're only playing each other once, and then there's I a. I wouldn't
2: like the Six Nations now,
3: and then jump straight into. Um... You don't think you'd be playing All your
2: right. your best rugby? Um... It's only mm. th- it's three matches. Wales would be because they always take a while to warm up. And your and your logic is injuries. Uh, yes, pretty much.
1: Well, the training. Just think about what the training's going to be like. They're not going to be going. Oh, let's wrap you in cotton wool. You have to mm, go. No, no. Yeah. You have to go all out, and that's why you have a squad,
2: and that's why. You... Yeah, but you know, in training stuff, they're all monitored. They're pulled out if 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 they've got if they've got a knock, they're looked after. Rugby match is brutal, and you're playing four, of, uh, three of them. Uh, And and actually, well, if you
1: want to win the World Cup, you're playing seven of them. Well, well,
2: well, for New Zealand and Australia, they're actually playing a a Bledisloe Cup match as well. Yeah, as a a warm-up. That makes no sense, the Bledisloe Cup. The extra Bledisloe Bledisloe Cup. Cup.
1: New Zealand have won the World Cup. They know what it takes to win a World Cup. They know how to get their players in the right place. So if they if they're playing four games, then I take from that they need four games.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, Personally, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's not Wales, so uh, it'll be interesting. Now, I'm not going to be able to really predict which way any of these matches are going to go because I've watched so little Super Rugby. <laughs> It'd be very, very. You know, I, I, think, w- I have no idea who's who's going to be. Well, you know how New Zealand Argentina is Saturday going. Is. Well, if, if we if we knew, we wouldn't play. Um,
3: <laughs> I, th- I think we know which yes, way I think, I, I think New Zealand uh, at home you know. to Argentina. But it's going
2: to be a, a great um, a great little scouting opportunity too. And that's the other thing too. If you want to come into the Championship and you're going to go all out and win it so close to the World Cup and you really want to win it, are you not going to show show your hand?
3: I, I Well, no, I, I don't think so. I think you play exactly how you're going to do in that tournament. Don't try and uh, keep your cards close to your test, chest Checks. like uh, Gatland did. you think Gatland did against England. Yeah, absolutely did. You think that. <laughs> Gatland
2: will have the, um...
3: Um, the... The more interesting game this weekend is Australia versus South Africa. Cause it'll be very interesting mm. to see who Australia selects. Uh, in their back three and inside centre, because home. Gitto might be involved.
2: Oh, well, what do you think? Think about the um, the Australian lad who plays for Leinster.
3: Oh, um, yeah. What's his name? So the rules, Kane Douglas.
2: Yes. So the rules used to be, uh, or the, as I understood it, the rules were if your name name round with Haffy, uh, Itto, <laughs> uh, you uh, uh, you could play. But now they just seems to be picking whoever they want from wherever they want.
3: He doesn't conform to the 60 game rule. No. So Gitto and Mitchell have both got six, more than 60 caps and they were contracted to the Australian Reunion for a period of more than seven years. They moved abroad and that, that was the criteria. Mm. But Kane Douglas has been put on notice, 14 caps, something like that. So
1: it's very, very strange. We don't know if he's going to make the no. the, the final squad. And it might it be because he's in the British Isles. It might be an area that they're a bit concerned about. There might Maybe there's a player that's a bit on, you know, they're not sure about fitness at this point. So... Actually, in that position, he's based in the UK. Might be good to have him involved in the squad at this point.
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. But I just, I just thought it was a little bit of an interesting aside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A thin end of the wedge and all that. I just hope. I hope South Africa more Australia. I hope that their, <laughs> the their confidence is absolutely shot. I hope there's lots of in, like infighting. Maybe maybe some sexist tweets and texts between the players. <laughs> maybe some of the guys you.
1: just t- turning up. Get, Drunk and having yeah. to be escorted out of an airport. All of these yes. things is exactly
2: yeah. what 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 um, what I want to see and more. Doesn't
1: so. that say everything about JB's optimism ahead of the World Cup? That he's already the World <laughs> Cup hasn't even started, they and as a Welshman, me. he's already worried about Australia.
2: Probably, I probably um, live to regret saying this, but they. But the English, don't worry me. I'm not that bothered about the English. I am very
3: bothered about the Australians. Uh, I, I'm bothered about that group, full stop. Yeah. The, the whole group, God, I just don't know who's going to come out of it. Yeah, well, let's
2: just, just really hope for a rough, um, a rough tra- tra- championship for Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll actually go with that, to really? be honest, because uh, <laughs> yeah. they're in
2: our group too. I, I would take that.
1: Um, so I, I think Australia at home...
3: Yeah, will nick it, but that's going to be. Oh, I can't wait for that game. The real battle will be up front because if Australia can just get parity up front, mm. then mm. their backs are so dangerous. Their back so...
2: three,
0: it, could it be feels incredible. to me like
2: they they can match New Zealand, almost match New Zealand for raw talent. I don't know what's a good at team, but for raw talent, I think they're, they're, there's 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 a lot go, going on in Australian rugby. And
3: all they have to do is just parity at scrum time, mm. and and the, then anything can happen.
1: Yeah. I agree. Right, before we get onto the A to Z of the Rugby World Cup, um I just wanna say, and this could be light in a little blue touch paper, JB, you're wrong about touch rugby. Uh, on a previous <laughs> I'm podcast. About on a previous rugby. on a previous podcast you, you absolutely ranted about how I think like pathetic and pointless. It's, it's all those things and more. Um, um, it's not well. Having seen this O two uh, touch event in Manchester over the weekend, what struck me because nothing my, struck my, you. You were playing touch. No, my thought of touch. My my <laughs> thought of touch is I don't like touch because it's that annoying game you play before you actually get into the proper rugby at training. Yeah. But when you actually see proper touch played by teams that are playing with tactics and. Skills specifically okay. for touch rugby—it's a completely different game. Okay,
2: and I—I yes. like, really enjoyed it. It's a completely different game, in the same way netball is a completely different game. The only thing it's got in common is it's called rugby, and other than that, you know, uses oh, Pass, v-
1: passing backwards. Sorry. It's not the same passing same thing. backwards, scoring via a try. You, same same field of play, or you know, or yeah, like, but it's
2: so foreign. So like, when no. you're running in, you uh, voluntarily take taking contact to play the ball quickly as. Your friend said, "Who I met here the other day." There's a a girl works in the radio station here who has played internationally at touch rugby. Who? I I met her out out there. I was talking to her. I don't know this. Yeah, she's got (laughs) curly blonde hair. She's pregnant. Nothing. That was nothing. She's played international touch rugby. Yes. Wow, she's a dark horse, (laughs) (laughs) indeed. Uh, And I, yeah. So. We were chatting, and she said, "And she said that her team like nothing more than playing against rugby players because they don't because they don't 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 know their the way around touch, which yeah. is exactly right because it is not rugby. It does not prepare you for rugby." Uh, well, right. I saw. Uh, do, do you know what
1: I I think players, um, maybe in your mold, JB, who. You've never beaten anyone with footwork. You like to. Run, I you have, like to. I <laughs> most certainly have. You like to run over players.
3: How dare <laughs> not got very good hands. Not got oh, very good hands. No. Limit, limited coordination. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: You, uh, the, the, this form of touch, this form of rugby, this touch rugby is obviously it's horrible for you because. It, it would highlight your your areas of weakness, and you just want to run over someone. And have a physical mano a mano confrontation. I would
2: say in real rugby, you can beat people with your feet, or so you can or you can beat people by running over, uh, uh, running running over them. Touch rugby you can only do one of those things, and that's why it's such a limited scope sport. There's a bigger <laughs> there's a bigger problem with with yeah. touch rugby, and that is this. Um, we're now living in this health and safety, con- I mean, concussions scare the life out of me. Not because I'm worried about getting one, I'm just worried about, you know, mothers getting, getting on board and banning it and, and the rest of it. And I just worry that there is a model of rugby out there, which are all going to point to and go, well, look, you can play that, um, you can play that, that game instead and it's called Touch Rugby and I just I, I I don't like it it shouldn't it shouldn't be considered as rugby it's just a, a let out a let off for people who aren't big enough or skilled enough or fit enough or strong enough <laughs> to try and play try try and play our game and it isn't for everyone Jay it you, isn't for everyone you're, you are all. not
3: skilled enough to play Touch Rugby that's the biggest no, problem no, no I you, can't you do play touch not have rugby. the hand-eye coordination to play Touch play Rugby I
2: Touch Rugby I have no interest in playing Touch Rugby <laughs> in 5 side football in netball in any of these non what what I'm saying sports. what I'm saying is
1: if rugby players at like amateur club level not instead of but just played a little bit more of this type of touch rather than the rubbish touch that we all play twenty four aside um uh, unstructured, unstructured unstructured touch
3: is dreadful, is dreadful. it's dreadful and it, it, it happens it happens at
1: every club up and down the land we all know it we've all done it uh, for years and years you play this touch rugby mm-hmm. um and it just it's just rubbish it's terrible oh yeah we'll play we'll oh, play 20 uh te- 5 meter line to the halfway line yeah. 100 players running around it's it's pointless but if more rugby players at amateur level like yourself jay play this form of touch you would find that your foot your footwork your um assessing space your no. your handling yes. would get yeah.
3: loads better definitely definitely right. Right. because
1: in because in a 15 a side game you don't get that many touches of the ball you don't get that space you don't you don't get the Ability to do that in your position, particularly.
2: Um, okay, so
1: <laughs> I'm not saying instead of. I'm just saying it has it has it more, has, it has yeah. more, much more maybe, merit than I'd previously given. Maybe
2: it. it's a useful training tool in limited circumstances. Of course, I I, I can see that. But one of the re, one of the best things about rugby and what brings us all fairly close together as as a rugby community is I know when I step on the pitch with you two. It could turn into what is a fun game, into a bit of a ruckus or a bit physical or a bit bit something at some point. When you take that away, you basically gut the game of all you know, of all of the good stuff. And that's what touch does. It's too it's too sanitized. I don't like it, should not definitely not be encouraged.
3: <laughs> should not be encouraged. <laughs> well
1: I'm encouraging it.
3: Yeah, me too. I think it's a great game.
1: And I think for for people that are body wrecks like Phil yeah. and for people that uh can't Commit to Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday anymore? Mm. I think it's quite a viable
3: option. Uh, how many people were down there? Was it, was it big, about fifteen hundred people? Yeah, it yeah,
2: it sounded like a, like a, like a big event. Uh, I know Br- Broughton Ports sent down the team. I wasn't part of that. So <laughs> yeah.
1: There you uh, yeah, no, it's impressive. Anyway, uh, let, let's move on to something we can hopefully find some agreement on as <laughs> we continue our A to Z of the Rugby World Cup, and we are at the letters M, N, and O today. I think we've talked about this before. There are some good contenders for M. Yeah, but I think we're probably going to agree on who it will be. Okay, the contenders. You've got we've well, got Matfield, obviously, who's been a legend. Matfield, McCor, McCaw. Uh, Mortlock as well. There's mm. one of my oh, yeah. one of my favourite World Cup tries. I'm just gonna evil pl- I'm just going to play it. This was a was it the semi final in '03. Try so New Zealand are attacking Wendell's Australia's line on the And it could have been quarterfinal I think it was and it's New in possession. Carlos Spencer Intercepted. Mortlock intercepts Mortlock. Runs yeah. about 80 metres
2: yeah. yeah I always thought Mortlock's basically the Australian version of Mike Tyndall <laughs> <laughs> like they, were, they were probably separated at birth He or had something. some skills he, as he, was well. like,
3: he kicked for a bit as well hmm? He was like a Tom Shanklin I, I yeah. like, He started off on the wing as well and then like Moved in He's a good player still in I yeah. always liked him.
2: And he's also one of those players who just seems to, when he was playing, just be around forever. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he still plays it
3: in some form. <laughs>
1: uh, have we got any other contenders besides uh, the, the elephant in the
3: room? Montgomery. Percy, oh yeah, oh. Percy, oh. Montgomery. Percy Montgomery. Percy yeah. Montgomery, top scorer in 2007 and, when and they won. incredibly <laughs> handsome. He was. I saw him, He was. did he play at Bristol? Or was he was played at Newport.
1: Newport. Yeah, that's it, Newport. I saw him in Cribs Causeway. The shopping, wow. the shopping centre outside Bristol. Well, he, was, was he, he was in it, the
2: breeze. Somebody's, <laughs> it, somebody's in a breeze. His <laughs> He was in John Lewis,
1: um, <laughs> looking at carpet or rugs, uh, as was I. And I just... It's bad to this I, story.
2: It
3: just Yeah, cool story, bro.
1: And <laughs> it just... It, it was kind of... It's breathtakingly handsome. You sort of go, my God, you're a good-looking guy. <laughs> Have you ever
3: seen the video of... I think he was playing for Perpignan. Oh, is this the worst game of all he time? Had, he had, like, an absolute shocker. It's brilliant. Like, five high balls that he dropped. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't kick anything, couldn't tackle, couldn't catch.
2: It's a great video. It's a that. great highlight reel. Like, like
3: low-light reel.
2: What's... There's another amazing low... Uh, low oh, I hate to say this because he's a great guy. Friend, friend, friend of the podcast, the rest of it. Ugo, Ugo Monia's highlights when he played at 15 for England. Have you seen oh, that? I think I have. Oh, yeah. it's
1: painful watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Percy Gold, Mo- Montgomery would be a great shout. But is it going to be Nelson Mandela? Mandela. He never played a game of rugby in his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you think of World Cup memories, that, that would be for a lot of people. Johnny Wilkinson's drop goal, Nelson Mandela and Pienaar, that would be the two. Well, you could put Nelson Mandela in N. Yes. So, but I, I've got a good N, I think. Okay. And I'll play you my N. Hmm.
4: Superb to Nguyenya.
1: Oh, yes. Nguyenya stepping and gassing Brian Habana. <laughs> At the time, the best winger in the world. Like, I loved that. I remember watching that try
3: live.
2: Like, no one has ever got more money out of a French rugby club
3: for, for, for one, one try. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Is Havana's good?
1: like, yeah, take the outside. Yeah. Okay, I oh, will. No, oh, no, oh. No, I've got it again without the music over the top. Oh, no, it's got music over the top again. <laughs> Just the music. Why can't I find one without music?
4: Oh, yes. Clever. On the break. Big oh, hand
2: off. Big Todd well Is that Big oh, yeah. the There's
1: Hercus Parker. Giving the ball to Nguyen At the outside Go on No I got you Wow Ridiculous gas So it's whether you go Nguyenha and Mandela Nguyen Or whether you go Or you think someone else Deserves it For M More than Nguyen Unless there's another N
3: Nope, I'm having uh, that one. Nick Farr-Jones, first captain. Oh, yeah. uh, not the first captain. Captain of Australia in 1991, when they won it. Um, I go for N'Gwenye. I loved that tray, Loved it so much.
1: Mandela Nguenya leaves us with O.
2: Right, so I... Ha- oh, you could- Owen Franks, I think, played last, um, last last World Cup, or did he? Yeah, yeah well, he I probably, th- probably the did. The fact play, we're but- asking
1: probably means they're not going to make the all-time yeah. to the World <laughs> <laughs> Cup. Yeah, so not
2: him. And I thought Owen Finnegan. Because I thought he was a marvellous player, won a World Cup, 50 odd caps for Australia, Australia. and a monster. Um, but you have someone else. Oz Durant. Oz Durant. I, I, which I
1: 100% agree with. He'd get in a, I think he'd get in a World Cup 15 if you were picking them, because he won the World Cup twice with South Africa. In the middle of those, there was a 12 year gap between the two. He, yeah. he, he left rugby to be a farmer for a bit, Goodness. then came back and won another World Cup. Um, yeah. On that
2: basis. Uh, would you have Scott Gibbs in your in your all-time world team, if Oz Durant is? Because obviously uh, Scott Gibbs is a lot better than Oz Durant.
1: And obviously he's won the World Cup twice, hasn't he?
2: Oh, he, oh no, he, he hasn't. Could, <laughs> no, he hasn't, but he, he did run through him.
1: <laughs> Mandela, Nguyenye and Oz
2: Durant on our A to Z.
3: Oz, yeah, Oz the Ox.
2: What what's an incredible man. When you talk about farmer strength, that must be just differently... I know.
3: There's been some good farmer props over the years, hasn't there?
2: Oh, have I just... Phil taught, Vickery. Have we just started a, a new 15? A farmer 15. farmer 15. Farmer 15. Oh my God, because you can
1: have Ben Cohen.
2: You can Has have he got Tom Youngs. Yeah, the Youngs brothers. Oh. Ju- Julian White. Julian White didn't go to a World Cup because of farming commitments.
3: Graham door uh, didn't, didn't Carl Heeman oh. didn't um, the people of New Zealand, like put together to, get, to, farm. to buy a farm. Yeah, Paul yeah. Heyman. They, were, they did like a Kickstarter thing for the, wow. for the last and, World Cup. And the
1: Duplacis brothers got like, any sort of farm. They must
3: again? have. the South have. Africans, right? Yeah, yeah. I was to say,
1: that it could just be a whole team of South Africans. Oh, I, bet,
3: of I bet there's a few Argentinian for- props okay. who have uh, like I'm a make,
1: cattle
2: ranch. Yeah, let's try and make it hard and have farmers outside of, of South Africa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so otherwise <laughs>
2: it would be too easy. <laughs>
1: Oh well, well uh, tell us of any other farmers you know about, and we'll do a farmer fifteen next time. Yeah, oh, I, bet great so idea. I bet there's so many. but uh, there's so many. Right, at Rugby Podcast is where you can find us on Twitter. We're done. Phil, have a lovely week away in the Isle
3: of Skye. Thanks, Tim. Looking um, forward to it. Looking forward to my drive tomorrow. Nine hours. Mm, nine hour drive. Lovely.
1: Well, you got one hour taken care of. You can listen to the podcast.
3: Yeah. And uh, yeah, on repeat nine times. <laughs> and my missus is on uh, nights tonight, so she'll be sleeping for the <gasps> for probably eight of those nine hours. Oh, ideal. Yeah. yeah really well,
2: really good, good. And what fun. are you doing, JB? Uh, this week I'm very, very busy making high-level important business decisions. <laughs> Trying to launch
1: subsidiary and alternative podcasts.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and what's your plan for the week, sir? Uh, just looking at the picture of me with Johnny Wilkinson all week, <laughs> pretty much. Get it framed.
2: Yeah.
3: Exactly, yeah. yeah. If
2: you get it framed, you can put it next to my Framed England shirt.
3: <laughs> You've ruined that England shirt by wearing it. <laughs> stretching it out stretching it around the waist.
1: <laughs> At Rugby Podcast on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes, listen on Acash, and we'll see you next time. Nice one JB. Bye
4: bye. Nice one Phil. Cheers, Sam. i the lady thriller, built like a gorilla mixed with the favourite chinchilla.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.